Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to Ali.vision. Hello and welcome to this week's Energy Shot podcast. We are Matt Taylor. My name is Nicola Erfalani and we decided to produce this podcast almost one and a half years ago, more than that to give you weekly astrological yes. updates from Kabbalistic Astrology and some coaching tools, some wisdom, some healing. And for you, so you can like have a guidance through your week, through your life and some maybe tips and tools to do it. Hi Matt, how are you this week? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. Amazing. Yes, how are you doing? I am doing great, thank you very much. I'm very, very happy and very fulfilled. Ah, very good. No, excellent. So, what's going on? Oh, what are we to? Shall we? (laughs) Shall we start? Yes, totally. Yes, all right. Cool. So, just to remind everybody that last week the sun, you know, went into Cancer. We had the end of the week, the lunar cycle of Cancer. So we are in, really in that month now, in that cycle. And Cancer is a water sign. It's the fourth year. Um, and it's ruled by the moon. And the internal element of Cancer is also water. So we're with the moon. We are with water, with the water sign. So it's a very a flow, intuitive, sensitive, emotional feeling kind of energy yes um so you know maybe we will start to feel that and feel into our sensitivities our emotions our feelings and you know what's what's coming up inside very internal energy uh ruled by the moon it takes us into our true truer nature into our true self or into lack mm. a, a big big challenge for the month of cancer or, or cancerians by nature capitalistically is that, that they feel lack uh, they see the finality of things the end of things so if you think about the moon it, it has a, a cycle that we see right it starts and it builds and it sees you know the full potential of something or the everything in the full moon but it also sees the the diminishing the lack and the finality of things so can cancerians will often feel that they are not enough or that there's not enough or you know this kind of general feeling that is an insufficiency it could be of anything tangible or intangible um, and so this is a big challenge for them. Also, because it's so watery, we know that water is often associated with illusions. So Pisces, for example, is a very illusionary sign. Uh, Scorpio as well, for different aspects of the life and different things and different reasons. But in Cancer, it's also very illusionary. They, they're, they're not able to see reality, how it actually is. So uh, very, as I said, very good with foresight, intuition, seeing the long distance, the long vision is very good with cancer. But what's immediately in front of us in this month is never what it actually is. It's not the reality. So the the 1% physical, material, illusionary reality that we say this is good, this is bad, it's right, it's wrong, I enjoy, I don't enjoy, we separate and we make judgments and all of that. 
yes is is illusionary once we can ascribe whether this is good for me or bad for me it's it's illusionary right because there's not seven billion people that can say this is good for me and and this is bad for me we don't agree to that so it's all illusionary judgment based on triggered by our feelings or sensitivities so when we're in this reality what the cabos are explaining in this month is that we feel the death of things which is not the physical death of be dying, but the finality, the, the lack that's going to come to an end because the physical world doesn't have any sustenance in it. So when we're connected more to our energetic reality, which is the you know really seeing the potential and the pleasure and the fulfillment and the you know and the abundance of things in the energetic reality, then I'm connecting into the the potential of the month which is what cancerians work is to do is to not see so much the illusionary physical reality and be continually triggered emotionally by it but to really let go of those big movies that they're seeing and and step into a forward-looking you know more abundant reality so if you ever you i mean they're the type of sign that if ever you want to ask you know what are your feelings what are your senses what's your intuition it's the best sign because there's so much water in it yeah that this is the best people they they will have right so yeah but also we've got to watch out that what we're reacting if we become reactive emotionally sensitively that we're in some kind of chaos this is not actually what's happening yeah and this is what Cancerians do. They're, they're, they often cry. They often fall into the big movie of dr drama and, you know, stuff like this. And, you know, because they can't actually see that it's not really that bad. They <laughs> really like blow things yeah. up into, you know, quite, quite much more than what it is. So that's the idea here is the eye. This, this month, it, it's playing like what we see and what's really there are two different things. We're really in this game of the eye. Yeah, I know some of my friends are Cancerians and that's totally, like I could not agree more to, to an analysis of the personality trait um, when, when there is still a lot of duality in a person, then the emotions are taken like seriously. Like, I always say to my clients, your emotions should not be your guiding system. It should just be uh, one more point um, to analyze where you want to go. It's not actually just because you feel that way. It doesn't mean that this is like meant to be or not meant to be or like you don't. Emotions are not your guiding system. Your guide, like in order to access your free will, you need to A, feel into something be use your mind that really helps <laughs> and then um take into consideration the, the 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 bigger picture of something and then access actually your free will mm -hmm. and i i think cancerians or this cancer season what it does is it really like has this quality of um people fall into the trap that what they're feeling is an actual reality and therefore they need to take action. And I don't think that this is a very smart point. It's like, I would say if you feel during the cancer moon, um, if you feel during cancer season that you have to quit your job or you have to leave the relationship or you have to like make some major decisions, don't do it. 
wait until Leo's there and then then check it out once again. <laughs> what would you say? Yes, suggest? yes, it's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yes, if, if you have to make decisions, I mean, it's, it's very tricky during this month because you, you're not sure what you're actually basing it on, you know, so you're not having got a clear insight into things. So you really, I always think the best vision is when you shut your eyes, right? You see more when you yeah. shut your eyes. So you can tune into really like your deeper soul and take out the emotions in meditation or in like breath or you know the you know so it's it's this lovely sort of idea of i see more about what's going on when i shut my eyes than when i have them open right because the this world is illusionary so you know to draw an example nicole and i go to an art museum we look at the same picture of the same picture or the same painting when we walk away we have two different memories of it two different interpretations two different perspectives so the way that i'm dealing with photo or that image and the way nicole does it are completely different yet it's the same image so we're never really sure if our emotions and our intuition and the way we see things is actually what the reality is right um so that's all sort of you know in this month that put that kind of phenomenon that we can look at and experience very similar things but have two completely different takeaways from it is particularly particularly blown up in this month yeah cancerians by nature are very hesitant people they're risk adverse they don't take great big things they're not secure right if you're being you know thrown around by the moon with a lot of water inside you you are constantly feeling like this inside you so they use their little clippers like a crab or their hands to hold on to the material world right and so this is what we do is when we get insecure we we try to get the material world to fix it we go and buy something or we eat something or we uh we say something and need to hear things or we've got to touch something or you know we get very physical reality about healing all of these emotions and sensitivities and pains and traumas and lacks coming up in this month rather than just let them go right so the big work of any water sign is not to hang about in them let them go and then come back and have another look at something like nicole is saying you know let all your feelings move through you keep them moving don't hold them not saying bypass but don't hang around and drown in a hole <laughs> Right, we are emotionally filtering. We're not holding, yes, uh, and this is this is very important in this in this lunar cycle of Cancer. Right, many positives are that we will be able to sense beyond the five senses, and that's if we need to see something where we need to be. Yeah, so that's very good. Now, this is quite challenging this month, as I said, it, quite through the year, previous years. It, it works out sort of at the beginning of the year in the past couple of years astrologically has been easier where the wind is more in our sails and things are moving and we feel things going and then all of a sudden we get to the second half of the year and we go deep dive and plunging in right so you know this is this is you know the second half of the year of 2019 is when we started with the virus this you know the second half of last year is when we started with the war right the the, the second half of last year was with the economic inflation right so we've had quite a number of years where the second half has brought in something new right so there's no there's no exception time there will be something new where there will be another like 
because there's so many planets retrograding and going through so many particular angles that um, it's difficult, you know, difficult not to be able to bypass that. So, <clears throat> so here we're about to plunge in, right? We're going to go into the second half of the year and we have a number of challenges already in the chart. So the first one is, the, uh, is that we have a Pluto-Mars square. Pluto and Mars did uh, create a square or a 90 degree angle every second year, more or less. This year, Pluto's in Capricorn, which means that the, the square happens with Mars in Aries. Mars rules Aries and, you know, it's in its, it's, in its element in Aries that makes us creative and drive and more passion and push through in Aries we couldn't do and get excited about things. So we've had that energy for a couple of months. Right, where maybe we felt some excitement or some new things we started or new new business ideas or new things we wanted to do all of a sudden are, are kicking off. Right. But when a Pluto, when when Pluto and Mars square, the square makes a more uh, challenging energy. It's like a it's like a grinding sort of feel. Right. And Pluto is really about transformation and regeneration. And Mars is about my chi, my energy, my, my desire, you know, my will. But when these two are squaring, Mars takes on its negative, which is to attack, and, and Pluto takes on its negativity, which is sort of to, um, it, 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 it sort of intensifies, or it comes in as a, as a betrayal energy or a, or a, an energy from the underground, right? An energy that comes up and sort of, sort of uh, intensifies its power, like a power, but uh, a betrayer kind of energy, right? So it plays on that role. So when these two get together, we're really looking at like abuses. We're really looking at abusive actions or attacking energies or energies that come out of nowhere and, um, you know, really are. are do something harmful right now i'm not saying that's going to happen but what it does lay down is where we've had abuse pains betrayals attacks either this life or past life this is particularly in this energy it's very with the psychology sexual it's the abuser right it comes in and takes us by surprise and it makes us difficult to focus on anything else it just comes in and sort of like oh this is overtaken pain right so so mars is also finalizing in aries which when a, when a planet finalizes in a sign it intensifies so we will have deep traumas or deep pains uh, that may be inexplicable because if we suffered it in the past life we may not realize why we have these these kind of fears of sex or fears of some kind of person or fear of a person in our life that every time they walk in the door, I feel like they're going to do something. We have illogical fears. Fears are illogical by nature, right? But they're not completely illogical because they're bringing back something from a past life or something we haven't dealt with, particularly in relation to power struggles, betrayals, angers, frustrations, attacks, and abuses. So those are, this is the square that brings all of that up. So if we look at it with cancer, it really magnifies the feeling of it, the emotion of it. Like, oh my God, now I'm in this, all this horrible pain. Yeah. What, what comes in mind for me when it go, 
when it when we talk about squares um and uh the 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 the, the karma in uh, these pluto mars uh, square is two things um thing number one um we have in kundalini yoga i i was apparently i was born with a square in my chart i don't remember my chart exactly as you know <laughs> i always forget <laughs> I just cannot think. But um, there's a lot of things in there. Yes, a it's lot. a lot to remember. So my um, my Kundalini yoga teacher, she told me that um, I have a square somewhere which is not ideal, and I should do a meditation. There is in Kundalini yoga, there is a meditation in order to have the, the square that is in your birth chart. You can put it um, with this meditation. You can create the energy of two triangles, and the triangular energy is a diagonal energy and this is what we want. So um, I found that really interesting and I did this meditation and mm. since I did this meditation, there's a lot of things happening in my life, very positive things. Mm. And it's about five elements in the body and it, it, the meditation actually works on the five elements on your body, which I think is really interesting when it comes to a square. Um, and, um, so to, in order to, to work with the square energy, you can create two triangles out of it with this meditation. I think it's a very fascinating, very nerdy approach of dealing with current um, planetarian vibrations, but I like nerdy stuff, so I really like that. And the second thing I would like to say is um, the, the, the karma from past lives are in, in Tibetan Buddhism, they call it samskaras. The samskaras are like the inherited karmic uh, patterns, the inherited karmic um, pre-planned um, pre uh, vibrations that are accessible for your lifetime. And I personally also, it, it's really fascinating. I work with a mantra, it's called Bahota Karam. It's, uh, you can have the version of White Sun, uh, the band, but there are other bands that do the same. But I work with the band White Sun and it's called Bhota Karam, B-H-A-O-T-A Karam, uh, two different words. And uh, I chanted 11 minutes a day which is the length of the song. And what it does, it, it really works your subscaras. You, it works on your karma, but specifically, it eliminates the samskaras out of your vibrational reality, which I think is really interesting because um, mm. just by chanting a vibration, a, a sound, a mantra, you can actually change your samskaras. So that means you can also change this Pluto uh, vibration in Aries in uh, in Mars in with Mars. So I think that yes, that's right, that's right. And also vice versa. I mean, like we may feel like we need to attack or power abuse or or trigger as well. So you know, there's no you're not always the victim. We're sometimes the abuser, right? So so you know, this energy is very prominent and it's very connected to cancer at the moment. So it's very you know, bringing up a, a lot of maybe old emotions uh, where we've, we've perpetrated abuse or suffered abuse uh, going through, right? That's the basic nature of it. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a particular square that, you know, we always look out for in karmic astrology. And Nicole's absolutely right that with a square, it's like a blockage. It's like a, the energy is stuck. But of course, we don't, we don't want to 
just endure that we want to do something about it right so being able to transmute that energy and and transform it into a positive is totally possible we're you know with all of these tools it's basically to get above the astrology you know in all of across the the spiritualities Uh, so we don't want to be victim to the planets so just to be aware just to be noticed of yourself again just try to keep moving through it Like, like not like let it hold you you know in those sorts of things if you're feeling very emotional this week also the moon begins in leo which leo moon uh leo weeks are often when we see things in leadership and government so uh it's by no surprise that we have seen um already abuses uh and sexual abuses hit the front pages of of the the press right so in the uk uh the weeks it's showing up all of the uh, all of the sleaze and all of the sexual misconduct of politicians in in Britain. So this is a you know one where we will see you know old abuses, new abuses, particular people who have power over us. Right? This is the Moon Leo thing. So Leo is about the leadership or the leaders. It doesn't have to be the government only, but it shows up in that field. But bring it down to your own life, and we will see you know many things about that uh, coming up through the week either in our personal lives or in the larger field uh so also what's happening this week is not only do we have pluto retrograding and saturn retrograding but neptune begins its retrograde because it's an outer planet it will retrograde for four or five months um like pluto does so this will be with us over the summer um much like the other two planets will be as well and there'll be other planets retrograding at the same time uh, culminating in about September, we will hold, or August, we will have about six or seven. Again. Neptune retrograde. What's Neptune retrograde? It's a relook. <laughs> yes, again. Uh, so that will be a high point and again. Um, so we will see. I mean, there's many things floating up that you could hypothesize will become the, the next, you know, next problem to deal with. Uh, there's not a shortage you know, of issues that could pop up and be the next theme for the following year. <laughs> you know, we are very much with that. Okay. So Neptune retrograde. Neptune is my spirituality, my transcendence, my higher self, all of the big, my dreams, my talents, my gifts, uh, what I'm supposed to be doing with my life, you know, all of these big kind of spiritual energies. When it's retrograding, it's saying, let's revisit and see where you are in terms of being alignment with your bigger cosmos and your bigger energy and your bigger soul and your and your true gifts and your and your and your um, precious talents, right? That you're bringing through, right? So if we also have a Pluto Mars retrograde, this could bring up, you know, certain uh, blockages or pains that have stopped us ever, you know, going forward with things, you know, spiritually. So oh, because this happened when I. I was three or because someone said this someone said this and attacked me with these words when i was six and someone you know told me this when i was 10 and i've never gone and done it because all of this drama right so this is i've never gone and done my true thing so this is all like this energy focusing up on what's blocking us what's stopping us all of the revision of the past are we there yet and we'll feel very far i think this is a, a lunar cycle where we'll, we will feel very far from what we're actually supposed to be doing and who we actually are 
right? All of, all of us, no matter if we're doing spiritual work or not, we're going to feel how far we are from our true potential, from our true, what we're supposed to be really sharing, really doing, uh, bringing the gifts and all of that. It's going to feel like we're, we're nothing. It's a, the cancer is a lack right now. And, the, and, the, and we feel like we're very far. So this is a really like a push. We have to push to move to our next level, to get more aligned, to share more, to bring up more of our true self, not get so busy with all of our regrets and sadnesses and backward looking past, right? If there's more emotions to, obviously I don't like emotional bypassing and people do that, but ultimately, we need to push forward, right? We need to go forward. So you, Neptune retrograde always also shows us where there's illusions, there's false gurus, there's uh, addictions there. And that's not just drugs. It's like, what behaviors am I addicted to? Uh, once, you know, when, when this person comes in, into my life, how do I addictively react to this? All of the addictions, the way we think all the time, the same way of thinking, the same way of talking about something, the same way of doing something is an addiction, no? So that's Neptune retrogrades can show us where I'm stuck in these addictive patterns and very, very far from how forward looking I'm supposed to be. And often those addictive patterns are created because we're insecure and we're hurt. And so we know this thing, if I do it this way, right? It keeps me comfort. There's no, there's no comfort in comfort zones ultimately, right? It's just, right? And so I think this is, is showing us like, uh, at the moment where we're all stuck in something and addicted to something because of old pains and traumas. Yeah. It's a nervous system thing also. Mm. And it's a coping strategy. By the way, we have some a really good meditation. It's called the addiction meditation, and it's on ah. the, it's the YouTube. It's on the YouTube of um, Ali Vision. It's for right. there. It's like a three-minute meditation, but the video is like nine minutes. But you can skip forward with the time. And if you really want to work on your addictions, either it's like a like actual addictions, like me. I now have a new addiction. I discovered it just like three weeks ago. I have a sushi addiction. It's like new. I don't know why it's there, but I have it. I want to eat sushi like all day, every day. I don't know what's going on. Even though I'm vegetarian, I eat vegetarian sushis like a maniac. I could eat them every day. So, but if you want to get rid of your addiction, what you can do is really do this addiction meditation. I do it since years. And I really, really love it. It makes, it also keeps, it also pushes through blocks that you have or might have mm. for certain things. It helps you with addiction for relationships, addictions for uh, always being liked or like whatever, like whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah, whatever, whatever you are addicted to, it really, really helps. It's a three minute meditation and it's for free. So you might try. Yeah. And this sort of, Addictions of pleasing people, addiction to be oh. liked, addiction to be the, be the boss, addiction to be the worker, addiction to whatever it is, right? Where do you, we always play ourselves because it's safe, right, and comfortable is really like going to come into the, into the conscious, yeah, a lot more. And now let's go to the big shebang, which is this Uranus North Node uh conjunct that's tightening and tightening every week it's getting more and more every week which is in the the sign of comfort zones right one of the, the great signs of comforts and addictions one, one is taurus 
and one is Pisces. Now, Neptune is retrograding in Pisces and this Uranus North Node is in Taurus. So all of the old ways we're so comfortable, so safe and so secure because I'm in so much pain and this is where I hold on to and don't disrupt it because, you know, it's going to you know, blow, blow my mind, and blow me into a chaos. <laughs> actually it's going to free you is actually this right <laughs> right now it's a very it's a very uh, explosive triggering energy and it's creating like we've had our second second mass shooting in europe this week right and we've had our second mass sort of uh, sorry um in sydney we also had a, a flash flooding as well in australia so it brings earthquakes and sudden uh, we've got a, you know, I think in uh, Britain it's going to 36 degrees. It's, I've never heard of that. What? But all of these sudden temperature and weather shocks, right? Um, and all of these gun shootings and, and, and war will, you know, can bring up things like this volcanoes. It's that eruptive, disruptive energy. But it's yeah. in the field of our own personal lives, it shakes things up and moves things and gets things free and moving. It's a car and because it's coming with the North Node, which is the karmic destiny changer, it is this energy is really to push us out of all of these things that we're holding on to. Right? This is really what I feel. It's really I know I've said this statistic a while a few times, but it's just so interesting the amount of workers leaving corporate America. Yeah, you know, yeah, this know. year I, and like, I the, yeah, I be, yeah, I think there's such a, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and I've been saying for nearly two years that the yeah. workplace, yeah, two or three years that the workplace and the way we make money and the way we need to finance ourselves and the way we need to think about all of our unique talents and diversify and all of this, like it's becoming truer and truer, like more and more. Sometimes I'm just saying what it's in the chart. I have no idea. <laughs> But then if you stick with what's in the chart and you have a certainty in it, you know, you, you start to see, right? You start to see a lot of the things actually come into reality. And as I've been saying before, like with Bitcoin, it's going to go up, but it's going to go down because it has no, it has no true, it has no true worth, right? It's all based on emotions and feelings. And so, you know, two weeks ago, it plummeted, like it's gone, you know, it's like free falling out of, of any worth um, as fast as it rose up. So by the end of the year, it will probably just continue to fall, you know, but this is going to be our economic system, our financial model for the next few years to come up and downs, right. Um, of, of what's going to happen, politics up and down, economics up and down, work life, way we make money all up and down. There's no way we can hold on to the way things were and get security out of it because it's really, and, you know, as Pluto comes to the end of Capricorn, um, you know, at the end of this year and into 2023, it finalizes and in 2024 it goes into Aquarius. So over the next 18 months, as Pluto is finalizing in this Capricorn, it's really ripping out all of the old structures that we used to yeah. hold on to. It's really cleansing, detoxing more and more and more since 2008. I mean, in 2008, we had a financial crisis. So how do you think it could be more than that? But it is. It is. Like people are poorer and poorer because we're holding on to the same systems. We're holding on to the same way of thinking. Uh, so it's affecting, you know, our ability to work, to ability to make money, which is all what Capricorn is really about. Structures, work, uh, my karma, 
doing the work on with my karma, doing the work in my physical life, clients, building structures that 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 are good for me. And I think it's very important to understand that um, there is this uh, there there is this thing where you are pushed to accept and see those things that matches that, or mm. you're starting you start paddling. You're like on the ocean and you start paddling and he tells you that the wave is coming. So now you might as well want to surf it. And there are like uh, in every crisis that there is on planet earth since the beginning of the time, um, there are always winners that come out of the crisis and losers. So if you want to be like one of the people that is like um, enjoying the crisis, which is like a strange uh, word to say, but you might as well enjoy the ride. You might as well say, oh my God, this is so interesting. Where does that take us? And start to paddle on your surfboard in order for you to then ride the wave instead of being on the water every two weeks, which makes no sense to me. <laughs> no, it's, really. Like, that's right. I mean that in the best sense. So you mm. like for sure and especially in europe but anywhere in the world right now but like i can speak about europe because i live here i don't live in the states but from what i know it's it, the crisis there is huge as well in part it's ideological it's, it's complete ideal ideological mess isn't it's it like, it's, uh, it's, the yeah and it's, it's so I, I think very important for you is you have, you can use your free will. This is the, the fascinating thing about being a human. You have this thing called free will and you might as well use it. And when you want to use it, that means you, you, you hear, okay, there is a crisis coming. So I tune in to myself. I close my eyes. I tune into myself and I'm like, where are things in my life that are obsolete? What things do I really want to keep? And what, where do I feel like, um, oh, maybe this time for that specific thing is just over. And this, this could be like with um, a certain way you work with your clients. I, for example, I have decided just like a, two weeks ago, I will no longer do single one-to-one -one sessions. I just work in packages because trauma therapy makes no sense in one session because I need to build resources first. So that makes no sense. So I only work with packages. And but that took me a lot of, um, a lot of uh, bravery to decide that because then like the, the way you can work with me starts with $3,000 and it's a three month package. And, but I only want to have clients that really want to put the work in. So yes. that, for example, could be something because I just felt that it doesn't, it doesn't, suit my standards to have one single session with someone it's just no it's completely useless it's not working i mean i can do obviously astrology is different it's a one session thing but if yeah. i'm doing deeper coaching or therapy or yeah. healing work like there's no magic bullet like for right. that that, that is layers upon layers of, yeah. of like work yeah or it could be something in your private life where you have like friends since forever and you have a certain way how you deal with them and you feel like mm. all of a sudden it's like do i really want to do this again anymore like is this really something i want to keep mm. on doing do i want to uh, mm. keep the structure with my family do i want to see them more or less like how do, mm. how do i want to maneuver myself through time and space actually and 
this is like for me the daily practice that i have mine is the kundalini yoga practice but it doesn't matter what you do you can have a daily practice and just breathing three times inhale deeply exhale deeply in the morning before you set a foot out of your bed mm. breathe in breathe out and then stretch the body and that's it that's your daily practice but that sets the that's the paddling that's actually the i want to serve these waves that are coming i want to be on top of the water i don't want to be underneath the water all the time yes so this that's is right this specifically now is the time to to make a decision with your free will and just the decision just deciding that you don't want to yes. be underwater all the time will change the whole narrative that's yes, it. exactly. Yeah. Even that choice alone. I, but it's so simple, nobody does it. <laughs> As I always say, right? <laughs> oh, I've got to make a choice. Is that all it is? It can't be right. It's a, yeah. It should be more or it's not going to work. And, you know, it's yeah. all of that. But really, it's the decision-making power that you can, that, that really drives your reality, right? Which yeah. is what we're talking about. What? You decide what you truly want to see, right? And then you go for that. Yeah, not like what I'm seeing makes me an effect and emotions and effective and you know the real reactive. I I would choose to see something and that's what I'm going to work towards, yes. regardless of what's going on in the and outside world. I have so many days where I get up and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so exhausted or I'm tired. You know what? Oh. <laughs> I can relate. Nobody. I do the stuff anyway. No one cares. No one cares. Who cares? No one cares. No one cares. In fact, yes, isn't yes. it? Yes. You, you have I to get up and do it. I want to chant the mantra every day for 11 minutes. Probably not. I have days where I'm like, oh, I have to go to car. <laughs> I do it anyways because yes. I want to have those things in my life. I want That's to, right. You know create new things and I want to be able to move through time and space how I want to do it. That's all there is. Yeah. And you're doing it so well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bring on the flowers. Bring it on. And you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Keep talking. <laughs> all right, my darling, I shall see you. Yes. That's oh. all I have. That's all right. No, it's good. Right. That's amazing. Everyone's Thank clear. You so much, and you guys, if That's okay. you have any questions, any wishes, you can text Matt under D Matt Taylor Experience on uh, there is DMs on Instagram. You can go on his website. You can book sessions. His astrology readings are a bomb. Um, with me, you can only book trauma therapy packages now, which are great. <laughs> we do great. Which I've done. Yes. We do great. She and, does great. Um, Li Vision. There is a lot of free content there for knowledge about spirituality, also well-being, business, etc. So there's a lot of things to consume, and if you like that, please go on. And otherwise, uh, we hear you. The next. time is now. The time is, the time now. is now. The time is now. Ow. Okay. <laughs> Have a great day. Okay. Bye. Lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.